welcome to the episode of the Team Rocket Podcast. I'm here with J-Dub. How's it going, everybody? So we decided to uh, go ahead and bring J-Dub on so we could discuss the Christian Wood trade. Very big trade, massive trade, uh, came out of nowhere, uh, at least for us, wasn't expecting it, but man, it, it gave us something to talk about, um, shook some things up and, you know, <laughs> both entertaining and a lot to evaluate. So yeah. definitely glad to be on to talk about it. I was personally playing in a card tournament and my phone started blowing up and I had no idea what was happening. I was like, shoot, let me finish my round and then I'm going to check my phone. And next thing you know, I see Christian Wood traded to the Mavericks. And I'm like, what? I didn't yeah, came out of me. I, I, I was in church. I was actually in Bible study. <laughs> and, and, and I looked at my phone and I saw it and I accidentally cussed in church, which was the first thing I ever, first time I ever did that and had to immediately leave. It, it was worth leaving uh, church for. You were there with Pastor Nick? I was not there with Pastor Nick, but I know my pastor's going to call me and be like, man, actually, it wasn't my church, so at least uh, that's okay. good, but yeah. So just to go off the bat, who the Rockets received in this trade, we're going to go ahead and pull it up. Actually, no, I have it right here. So the Rockets received pick 26, Boban Marjanovic, Trey Burke, and Sterling Brown. Did I miss anybody? Nope, that is it. It was um, four players in a 26, 26th pick. So one thing that's interesting about the trade is at least I read this, but I don't think the trade can be made official until draft night. So trades trades cannot be official until after the draft. So essentially trades can start being official if I'm correct the day after the draft. But they can they are allowed to announce it during the draft, but then I think they become official the following day. Is it any any trade or I thought it was just maybe this trade in particular? Uh, no, it's any trade. So um, the 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 new league year has obviously has not technically started. They're still playing a basketball game as we speak. So you oh, can't make okay. a trade right well, now. Yeah. The draft is like New Year for them. Correct. correct. Mm-hmm. All right, that's dope. And then the Rockets, of course, all they sent was Christian Wood. Correct. Friend of the podcast, Bias Houston's favorite Rocket of all time. Yeah, you know, uh, luckily I was in the church parking lot, so I did shoot a prayer for him before I left the parking lot. Um, you know, talked to him a couple of times today. He, he's doing a little bad, but um, we, we all kind of knew this possibility was coming at some point. So, you know, uh, he'll heal. The only issue is that the Warriors win today in conjunction with that. It might get a little rough for him, so we're going we're gonna to continue to keep him in our prayers. Yeah, at least when my favorite player got traded, I had like a good like couple month gap before. Oh, the Warriors didn't even win the championship when my first player got traded. The Lakers won that year. Yeah, I mean, the only, the only consolation at this point is if if uh, he gets his draft pick in Ben Caro, uh, maybe that will cheer him up a little bit. But no, no, no. All our draft picks, J-Dub, are. Our draft pick. Well, yeah, absolutely. Uh, ben Caro busting house. But, yeah, so hopefully that goes well for him. But, you know, in the meantime, it's just the Christian Wood trade to evaluate. Yeah, so what do you think about the trade? Do you like it? At first, I was like, we probably could have got more, but then I was like, honestly, I don't think any of it was going to trade that much for wood. Um, so do I like the trade? I, I, I like it. I don't love it. Um, obviously, I would always want to get something better, but uh, I think we actually came out pretty good in this trade. I don't think Christian Wood's trade value was actually that high. Um, I think to still walk away with the first-round pick and take back no long-term salary was a good thing. 
For the Rockets, it's also addition by subtraction, right? Um, the Rockets obviously played a lot better once he was not here. He's too good to not play, but he has too many flaws to deal with while he plays. So I think to, to walk away uh, with the 26 pick and essentially salary that you can dump is, is good. Um, I think that a couple of the players that we got are, are sneaky good additions only because they're veterans who don't have to play. Uh, and I yeah. think that they really feel like they need some veterans in the locker room. That's why they've been holding on Gordon. So I think this also opens up the possibility to move Gordon. But, um, you know, I like the trade. Uh, I'm not one who cheers to see players go uh, often. So it, it was interesting. But, um, yeah, I mean, at, at the end of the day, I think that the Rockets uh, have created a path to be a better team. Yeah. Um, the one thing that's interesting is Sterling Brown, obviously, of course, could be one of the veterans who doesn't play. But he does know um, Coach Silas well. And no, it was at least a couple of the guys on the roster because he was there when KPJ was there, when Tate was there, KJ Martin was there. So he knows a handful of guys that are on the roster because he was here the season before last. Yeah, I, I, so I, I think they keep Boban um, for locker room presence. He, he seems to be a good locker room guy. He's also a popular guy. He probably is on more commercials than most NBA superstars at this point. Um, and we kind of need a backup big. Um, I don't think he'll play much, but I think he'll stay on the roster. And I think they're going to keep one of Sterling Brown or Trey Burke. Um, just to have that that veteran presence, I, I probably would do Sterling Brown because he's already I been here. He already has the respect. Yeah. So they obviously, I, KPJ already has like a whole relationship. Absolutely. And, and, and that that's why I think that it's probably him over Burke. KPJ and Sterling Brown are, uh, appear decently close. And now you don't have to have somebody earn new respect all, all you're doing is renewing the respect that they already had so um, I, I would like that for our locker room yeah that would be great um one thing I would say is the Mavs did really well with this trade because they needed um a center because obviously they lost Porzingis which is probably a good move or they didn't lose him but they they traded him to Washington and I like it yeah I like the trade I like the I like the um trade for Dallas too it's, yeah pending that they can actually find a way to yeah. operate around his flaws. Yeah, but I also feel like maybe Wood would look better on a team that's a quote-unquote contender. Or not a contender, but like a playoff team. I think it's fair to call them a contender. They, they, were, they were a series away from making it to the finals, and um, I think they were playing a, with a player as elite as Luka. He can make him definitely look better. We already saw how Christian Wood looked when um, James Harden was here. Yeah. And uh, Christian Wood looked really, really good at that point. So uh, I think it's going to be easy to integrate him because they've already had a player that plays his style in Porzingis. And they really need some front court scoring. Right now, their three guards score all the points. And so as long as his defense doesn't hurt them, um, I think he's a great addition for them. And, and honestly, um, I'm kind of happy for him if you want me to be completely honest with you. Yeah, I think his defense, obviously, it might hurt the Mavericks, but they – I believe they were a bottom half of the league defense anyways. Their defense was already subpar. Yeah, so their defense, defense was average to subpar. However, it did get a lot better in the playoffs. Uh, yeah. and, and I think that's going to be more indicative of what their defense is. Um, I, I think the only problem is their defense or their good defense is a little bit based off of a sensor who's really good at defense and Powell which makes me wonder where they play Christian Wood. However, I think they'll figure it out. They have a good coach uh, and they traded for him so far in advance that they have time to, to figure it out. There's a whole offseason coming up. So I, I, is, I think he's going to thrive. Is Powell a free agent or no? 
he's not a free agent, no. Uh, he this is the last year on his contract, if I'm correct, coming up this season. So uh, it we will be kind it. of a mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, Pal- Palace owed eleven million dollars this upcoming season, and then that's it. Then he's uh, off the contract. Well, that's not a bad deal either. I do think they're going, they're going to extend Chris Miller, by the way. I think they traded yeah. for him in enough time. Um, it would make no sense to trade trade a pick that you could have had four or five years of mm-hmm. cost control and just get trade a guy for one year. So I do think he's going to get extended. Do they automatically have bird rights? Yes, he has the bird rights. Correct. Okay. Correct. So they can offer more than anyone else. Yep. Yep. But there, there was a there was a certain period of time where he had to be traded to retain those bird rights, and they they are in that window, so they're gonna have his bird rights. So yeah, I think I think he'll be staying. For do you think they run. extend him straight up this summer, or do you think they wait and give it like a year or so, or not a year, but give it a little bit? Um, I think that they actually extend him this summer. Uh, a lot of it is because they don't have a lot of long term contracts, um, and. I think that Christian Wood with some security actually will probably give you a better player. Um, on one hand, you could say that he will play motivated to get a new contract if he just played it out on this year. On the other hand, he may try to do too much because he's focused on that contract rather than just to play. So I kind of think they they extend him. Uh, I I probably would wait to extend him if I was them just to see how he fits yeah. and, and um, if his defensive liabilities really hurt. However, um, yeah, they, they don't have a lot of trade assets on their team. They don't have a lot of long-term pieces. So they probably are in a position where it would be better to keep him and, and hope that this, um, you know, creates a better situation. Yeah. The only thing who I think the only guy they'd be paying big money to is I think Luca is extension eligible if he hasn't been extended already. Yeah, he extended. So, so his um, contract extension kicks in this upcoming year. So he made $10.1 million this year. That bumps up to 36.6. So. Yeah, 36.6, then 39.5, 42.4, and 45.3. And as crazy as it sounds, he's probably underpaid. <laughs> but uh, that, you know, um, yeah, so at this point, there's no reason to be cheap. They just extended Dorian Finney-Smith as well. Um, and so, yeah, I think I think they'll go ahead and give him an extension. And that, that will be their core, Finney-Smith, Luca, uh, and Doncic. Yeah, because no matter what they pay Wood, it'll be cheaper than um, – I know we did a lot of – spaces and stuff and have done some exercises with the Mavs and a lot of people not just you we were uh speculating people all over Twitter and all over the NBA have been thinking like oh Rudy would be a good fit with Dallas but I feel like they got a player definitely not a Rudy Gobert caliber player but gives you let's say 75 percent 70 percent of what Rudy Gobert gives you on offense for probably half the cost yeah, I mean, honestly, I like Rudy Gobert as a player, um, but giving the percentage of the cap that he makes, I actually, I'm not a big advocate for trading for him. Plus, I think that Christian Wood just fits their offense better. And and at this point, it'll be a little easy. I mean, either Powell can be that defensive um, guy next to him, or you have the time to go find him. I don't think the trading for Rudy Gobert was the right thing to do. He would have cost way more um, in assets, and he would have used so much more of your cap. So, um, I think this is better. I mean, but you know, you never rule out what else they're gonna do after this. I don't. I don't think that they're gonna add Christian Wood and just think that's it. So, especially because I think that um, they're about to lose um, Brunson probably. So they, they'll they'll do something else. Yeah. Um. With all that said, I think this is a good part to stop it, and then the next segment we'll go ahead and discuss possibilities with uh, the PIP 26.
All right. Welcome back to the Team Rocket Podcast. Here we are with J-Dub. So we're going to go ahead in this segment, discuss the possibilities of what we can do with our uh, new draft pick. There we go. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and, and there, there are there's several different possibilities that could happen. In fact, I would say there's three different categories of uh, possibilities. Oh, I thought there was two. There's three. <laughs> well, I think there's three. So, so category one is you keep the pick and draft somebody around that, that uh, I mean, at that pick. Category two is use that pick to trade up from pick 17. And category three, which I think is a possibility people may not be thinking about, I think, that, I think there's a chance that they actually draft a player at 26 and trade 17. Um, but so, yeah, there's three different possibilities there. Um, and so all three of them are intriguing. So obviously what a lot of people have been talking about is packaging uh, 17 and 26 to move up. So I know Washington is looking to move their pick. I don't know if just two picks would get it done. I think they'd want someone else. I feel like they'd want maybe like a Tay or a – I don't know if they'd do it for Gordon. They'd want something maybe besides just picks. Yeah, Gordon's kind of redundant to Bradley Beal, uh, who I assume is going to go ahead and resign. Um, so looking for a trade-up possibilities, the easiest one to pick is Charlotte because they have pick 15 to 13. I think pick 26 can get you uh, – I think it can definitely get you to 15. It can probably get you to 13. Um, OKC would be a good uh, spot to look at at pick 12. However, they're trying to trade up and aggressively trying to trade up, and they have the picks to trade up. So after that, you're looking at the Knicks and you're looking at Washington. If you're getting that high, I think you're probably including something besides pick 26. I don't see Gordon as a fit for either one of those, which means I was saying 16 and, or 17 and 26, not just 26. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. I, I think okay. I think when you add 26 to 17, I think that you can get uh, you can get to 15. I think you can get to 13. 12 is where you're starting to. I think you can get to 12 if OKC wants to trade down. 11 and 10, I think you have to include something else. Um, and I think that might be why they're trying to move Gordon for another first. Um, or I think Gordon can move to a third team. Like you could probably trade Gordon to a team such as um, Denver. They have picked 21. Um, I think he can fit on a team like the 76ers who have 23. Um, those sort of situations and, and package those picks up. And I think you can definitely get up to like 11 and 10 at that, at that point. But I, I lean towards them trying to trade up. So, and I think that's a big reason why they did the trade so early. So again, I think looking at the late lottery, somewhere around, somewhere around 10 to 12 is where you're probably looking at unless just, they can get another first. I just thought of a three team trade off the top of my head. I don't know how the math works though. Who would that third team be? Uh, it'd be Atlanta, us, and New York. So it's possible if you did Atlanta, essentially you're probably pulling in Gallinari. Um, he probably, he has, I mean, not Gallinari. Yeah, Gallinari uh, has the closest contract to Gordon. Um, but considering it's a three-team deal, you're having to send a player from Atlanta to, to one of those teams, which you're probably then looking at maybe more of a Bogdanovich, but I don't know how much Atlanta wants to do that. But it's possible. But, you know, plus there might be a bunch of different smaller salaries that you can trade. Because uh, so. I feel like, is New York, are they set on the center position? Or not really. Uh, they got Robinson and they got um, 
Oh, what's his name? Uh, no, Nerlens. No, not Nerlens. Toppin. What does he play? Power forward. Power forward. Yeah, he's definitely not the center. Uh, they have Nerlens there for another year. Um, I think that so Mitchell's a free agent. So that one's really going to depend on what they do right there. Um, shooting guard is probably not what they need. So if you're looking for like a big guy to send to them, possibly. But what New York needs the most is a point guard. So uh, if, if you're if you're looking for a three team deal, dealing with them, you essentially have to have to send Gordon to a team that can send a point guard to New York. And Atlanta doesn't really have point guards to spare. They don't have point guards at all. Their their backup point guard was um, the uh, Cooper, Sharif Cooper, and he kind of did not pan out. So I mean, if Atlanta wants to pay their backup point guard more than their starting point guard, they could trade for John Wall. Yeah, that's not happening. I, I I think John Wall is essentially is either Washington, LA, or he is or he's just getting bought out. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, so we, we don't know. There, there's there's still there's a whole week. Uh, a week from today will be the draft. So there's a lot of things the Rockets can do. I do think I lean towards believing they're gonna trade up. I don't think the goal is to add three more rookies to the four plus one rookies they had last year, uh, four draft picks plus Knicks. Um, so I don't think they're really trying to draft three guys. So I, I would, I would tend to believe they're going to trade up. Um, you said pick the, for 26 to trade up from 17, or I think that the one spot that people probably aren't thinking about is they draft 26 and they trade 17 for a, a first next year, which I think could be a possibility considering that Outside of maybe one or two guys really fall into 17, I don't think that the talent gap, what you're going to get at 17 and 26, is that huge. Mm-hmm. Yes, I mean, at, th- at that point, you're looking at 26. There, there are a lot of guys there who I actually think will kind of fit. Um, we were, I know we brought in Marjan Bochamp. Um, that's around where he's going to go. He could fit the role. He's a small four, kind of three and D, um, even though his three-point shot isn't that great. Um, Balaam Terry is a good option, shooting guard, small forward, uh, out of Arizona, played next to Ben Matherin, uh, was a really good complimentary piece. Then you're looking at guys like maybe EJ Liddell, who power mm-hmm. forward, maybe you can uh, go small forward. You have Jokic, uh, Jovic, which would be interesting. Um, he's kind of a project who does not want to sit out a year. That's an option. Um, and then, you know, you might have guys like Wendell Moore. So one thing that's interesting is a lot of guys who the Rockets worked out early are closer to this range and closer uh, than the 17 range, mm-hmm. which makes me believe that they might actually use this pick and move 17. But th- there's some really good options there. And again, like I said, some of the same names I'm mentioning right now were in discussion at pick 17 as well. So, um, yeah, I-, I think that there's a chance that they actually use that to draft. Um, and there's some good guys there. Definitely. Yeah, even 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 very small chance. You know, you could even consider Walker Kessler there. To be honest with you, I'm not no. sure what they think about centers. I, I'm I'm off of Walker Kessler. Um, I was decently high on him during the season, but my evaluation of him was kind of bad um, because his biggest asset is shot blocking, and he gets all his blocks from standing next to the goal, which you can do in the NBA. So um, yeah, I, I would prefer a wing, but I, I like the fact that we actually now have to figure out what's going to happen. So that's pretty exciting. There's nothing else. Just don't draft Patrick Baldwin Jr. That's all I care about. That's just the guy who I don't want. He's he's a rookie version of Christian Wood. So no, I'm good. 
Um, I think we've explored the trade decent enough. I want to do you go ahead and scout any guys at 26 or you, you mentioned some guys. Yeah. I mean, so, so if I had my pick out of the likely guys who would be there, um, what, so let, right now let's just assume that we keep all the picks. Um, and then 17, you pick a guy like a Atari Eason, maybe a Jalen Williams, um, somebody in that mold. Uh, if not, it will probably be a guy like Agbaji uh, or, or Branham. If you're going to pick a guy who I think is definitely going to be a rotation piece, um, I, I would like a guy. I, I could take a guy like Bochamp, maybe Jovic. Um, and Dalen Terry is actually very interesting as well. I guess the only thing is whoever we pick at 26, I just don't see the path to get any minutes. So, I barely see 17 getting minutes, to be honest with you. Yeah, I think 17 can have a real shot to fight for minutes. I don't think that 26 even has a shot to fight for minutes. Uh, not right now. There's just kind of a log jam there. Um, unless they are drafted at certain positions that our depth isn't that great. Um, but if they're both if they're both real wings and real 3 and D wings, I actually think they have a, a more of a chance to play than people think because we have a lot of guards and wings, but we don't have a lot of 3 and D wings. So um, if they're both 3 and D wings, they actually might get more minutes than people think. Uh, you know, we have guys like Garrison Matthews who we played there who is not who doesn't have the D or we have you know so it, it's interesting again I just don't see us bringing in three rookies to add to all these young guys that we have especially while we're trying to evaluate Silas so uh, mm. there there will be another move once upon a time I would have loved um Jalen Williams at 26 but I think he's past that range by now yeah to to get that green room invite they have a pretty decent um believe he's going to be 22 or below so 20 guys get invited to the green room um, most of the times what they do is they talk around the league to see where these guys are being projected um, and I think at this point he's going to be a lottery pick that might not even be there for 17 uh, oh, but lot. I think he would, yeah like but, yeah, 14 15 or um, I, he comes across to me as a guy who's going to go right before us um, maybe like a uh, 15, 16. Um, I don't see him as a guy who's going to go to. 16 is not lottery, though. Yeah, yeah. So, so I don't, I don't see him as a guy who's going to go to Charlotte. Um, Cleveland's interesting. Atlanta, I think he would fit. He would help a lot. Um, and before then, you have an OKC in the Knicks. So, yeah, I think he either goes higher than people expect, or yeah, you know, there's a chance he can be there at 17. I, I would love him as a pick, to be honest with you. Um, He's, he's really, really good. I, and I think he would fit really, really well. So, yeah, that would be great. It, it would be super great if we can get him at, um, at pick 26, but we, that's not happening. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, one guy who I really like, I know we already mentioned trading up, but if we could trade up and get Ben Matherin, I would be ecstatic. That's your guy. Yes, because I've never scouted anyone IRL before, and I was actually looking at University of Arizona for college, and I just so happened to go to the uh, Wildcats game. And so I got to see him play live, which is really cool. Yeah, I love him. I mean, I, I, I think my two favorite players in college, and I exclude Duke players because I'm a Duke fan, uh, were Matherin and Ivy. Um, so I, I would love it too. Um, but, you know, he said that he hasn't had much contact with the Rockets. He met with them at, at the combine, but that's it. So um, well, we can't get him unless we trade. 
Yeah, I mean, but you, you know, meeting is a, is something. And again, most guys who get drafted to teams did not work out and meet. So, I mean, I don't know if the meeting and the workout really matters that much anyway. But yeah, I would love to get him. Honestly, him, Sohan, or Dyson Daniels, I would I would be ecstatic to trade up to get one of those. Yeah, I'd like Dyson as well. I need to watch a little bit more. I don't know why, but whenever someone mentions Dyson Daniels, I mention like a vacuum cleaner playing basketball. Mm -hmm. He's good. I mean, he had vacuum cleaner defense, man. He, uh, yeah, I, I, I like him quite a bit, man. So I just, I want those who can't feel prospects to me, guys who have high energy and guys who could bring this sort of attitude and temperament to this to this team needs. So I will be yeah. ecstatic for any of those. I like Branham as well. I need to probably watch a little bit of film on him. I haven't really watched a film on anybody. I've watched like highlights of some of the top guys. That's about it. Um, Branham, interesting fact, did go to Ohio State just like Tate did, but obviously they were not there at the same time. Yeah, the, the, the only thing I don't like about Branham is that he has no chance to start to me. He is a true shooting guard. He's uh, 6'4". Well, I don't um, see no chance to start or play. Oh, he'll play. He'll definitely play. Uh, he, he has a real shot. Well, he, I don't think a... most of the guys who get at 17 or 26 would start. At 17, I actually want them to have the potential to grow into starters. I mean, that, that's just me. Oh, um, okay. You were saying star ever. I thought you meant like this. Yeah, year. yeah. No, he, he, he'll, I mean, he literally plays the same position as Jalen Green. That's uh, true. And so that, that's, my, that's the only reason I have him a little bit lower, but he would be really good too. Uh, yeah, just, again, I don't even care who we pick. I just want the Rockets to make the right pick. Uh, and hopefully they do. I trust Stone. So uh, good move he made here. We'll see. I kind of agree with you. I feel like we can't go wrong unless we get Patrick Baldwin Jr. Yeah, j just no Patrick Baldwin Jr. Uh, and I'll be happy. And no peanut butter jelly time. Yeah, I can't. He's he's awful. I, honestly, I, I, I'm probably on board with anything we do as long as we don't draft him. Plus, he has a lot of the same issues that we have with Christian Wood, so I'm out. But anybody besides that, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to trust Stone made the right move. And, I, you know, he's shown me a lot. So I'm excited. I, I cannot wait until week from today to figure out what they do. Yeah, for sure. Uh, let's go ahead and wrap this up. So let everyone know like where they can find your Twitter. You obviously have your Twitter spaces. So let people know if they want to shoot you a follow or whatever. Yeah, you can you can definitely follow me on um, Twitter or any other social media. It's at the mind of J-Dub at T-H-E-M-I-N-D-O-F. J-Dub is J-D-U-B is in B. B is in B, boy. So yeah, shoot me a follow. I would love to have any of y'all there. A friend of Holly is a friend of mine.